Welcome back, Windsor High School, to our first episode of Out of the Nest for the 2020-21 school year. This is Austin Williams returning in the role of co-anchor, along with some familiar voices and a few new ones. Let's welcome back Derek Williams, who will still continue to report on sports, but has now stepped into the new role of co-anchor. Thanks, Austin. Welcome back, Alice. Just as we were starting to get comfortable with our podcasting skills in March, COVID took us out and the rest of the school year was canceled. The plan this year is to put out new episodes every two weeks, sharing interviews, sports updates, pop culture, music, and all things Windsor. Join us this year's sophomore, Madison Williams. I'm excited to be joining the team. It'll be fun working with everyone this year. Also joining us is sophomore Quinton Peterson, who is, surprisingly, not a Williams. Thanks for having me. (laughs) (laughs) Quinton, we're going to have to change your last name. You're the odd person out here. No relation, though. True. Doesn't matter. Shout out to Mrs. Marty for the fancy rings. Yeah, because of COVID, publications couldn't do our uh, usual team bonding activities this year, which is so sad. So Miss Marty gave us these very cool plastic rings. Mine's a, uh, a blue dragonfly. I got a, a fish. I <laughs> really? Uh, I got the pink dragonfly. Yeah, so. I got the green one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there are a lot of things that have changed this year. Yeah, and that's a good point. Uh, that leads us into our first segment. I sat down with our principal, Mr. Naki, to discuss what led us to the hybrid model and what he thinks the rest of the year will look like. I'd like to welcome Windsor High School principal, Mr. Naki, to the podcast. Thank you for being here. Thanks, Austin. It's always good to be here. It's good to get the invite and to be able to come down. So today I'd like to talk about what's been on everyone's minds lately, which is obviously all the changes that are happening. Currently, students, unless they opt to be all virtual, are on a hybrid plan where they do schoolwork virtually three days a week and go to school two days a week. With everything always changing, I'm sure it wasn't the original plan. What led up to the decision to go hybrid, and what do you hope students benefit from it? Well, to really answer that question, I have to kind of go back and and talk about really what's happened here since we shut down back in March. Uh, When we had that original shutdown, um, if if you recall, uh, the original plan was that we were only going to be shut down for a couple of weeks, and our hope at that time was that we were able to we were going to be able to get students back into the building before the end of the 2019-2020 school year. We all know that didn't happen and that caused us over the summer to make some some plans on um, on how we were going to address what this would look like if this school year we were still under the same restrictions that we finished the last school year with. And as we all know, we are. So uh, as we went on planning and being prepared for that, we had to have basically three different plans in place. The first plan would be is if we were having to start the school year on an all virtual schedule or delivery method like we were at the end of last year. The, then the second version of that plan was to develop a hybrid schedule, which is what we're currently using. And then of course the, the third plan was, would be to be able to bring all students back and, and do kind of what we would call business as usual, right? So uh, when, we, when we went to develop those plans, what we looked at doing is try to provide some flexibility so that if the virus started to amp up, we would be able to transition in between all three of those plans. So if the virus would amp up, we would be able to transition to all virtual. If the virus stayed kind of where we are right now, we would be able to continue a hybrid schedule. And if the virus started to, to decrease, we would be able to transition into all in person, like like we had become accustomed to, you know, before COVID nineteen hit. Yeah, 
so there's a lot of flexibility. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I believe that in the near future, there'll be some reevaluations and looking on uh, how the current plan is working and whether you want to stick with it or not. So what do you think the next few weeks, to maybe even the rest of the semester, will look like? Sure. And as we sit here on Friday, September the 4th, I can, I can answer that question as of, as of today. Uh, we all know, as, as we've learned to live over the last five, six months, that this thing seems like it changes uh, and life seems to change on us all the time. And there's always uh, different levels and there's different restrictions and, and all of that. So as we sit here today, what I can tell you is that what the first two weeks of school has taught us is that the hybrid model is working for us. We were able to provide families with an option for those that might have pre-existing conditions, a all online, and which we have 26% of our student body that has chosen that. And then out of the remainder that's left out of that, the remainder 74% that's left, we have half that come on the first two days of the week and the other half come on the last two days of the week. What this first two weeks has shown us is that is working right now. It might not be an ideal situation, but it allows us to have social distancing measures in place and we feel like it allows us to keep the health and the safety of our students and our staff as our number one priority. So uh, as of right now, we're not planning on changing that because where we are sitting right now in terms of the virus is no different than it was two weeks ago. So if that kind of continues, we will continue that model. We have not set a end date for when hybrid is, you know, we're not going to say as of right now, we're doing this for the next two weeks or we're doing it for the next six weeks or we're doing it to the next to the end of the semester or the end of the quarter because two weeks from now we could be in a completely different scenario it could look different it could be a lot the, the virus could be a lot worse than it is right now or it could be a lot less than it is right now so we want to allow ourselves the ability to kind of change now part of that is we also want to give you know enough families and students enough heads up but I can tell you for right now, as we sit here on, on, like I said, on Friday, September 4th, we're going to continue this hybrid model for the foreseeable future. Yeah, so it seems like Windsor is constantly eyeing and uh, approaching and making sure that everything is kind of working, which seems really cool. Well, thank you for taking time out of your day to be here. Uh, students and parents, make sure to stay on the lookout for new information as it comes, whether that's checking your email or social media. Thank you, Mr. Naki. Awesome. Thanks, Austin. No problem. It doesn't seem like nothing much is going to change anytime soon. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, recently just a good number of students went into quarantine, I think, so COVID really isn't something the school is messing around with. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's weird how just a few months ago no one really expected to be wearing all the masks everywhere, and now it's the new normal. And folks, a mask should cover your nose and your mouth. They're not a fancy chin stroke. <laughs> yes, please wear them over your nose and mouth. But, I mean, I guess it's kind of cool that they sort of become like a part of everyone's wardrobe. I mean... I know a lot of people have a bunch of different cool designs, and like including myself. I like the hospital ones, you know. <laughs> the disposable ones, yeah. the blue. They look good. Uh huh. Yeah. Like yeah, I like it. <laughs> They're real trippy. <laughs> Emma and Haley and Jalen all went around the school and interviewed lots of different students, asking why they were wearing the masks and what they're wearing. Here's what they heard. So, I'm with Lacey Pruitt. She's telling me about her face mask. Okay, so where did you get your mask? I actually made this mask. Okay, did you have any type of like inspiration or anything? Um, well, a lot of it is because I want to have a softball season. Um, I want to keep people safe while also playing softball. And that way we can play. All right. So back in March, April, when masks started to be um, re recommended, you couldn't find any. So
So I thought, I, I mean, I can sew. I thought I probably should make some masks for my family and, and people that are, are near me. And I tried out some of the earlier prototypes that were put out on the internet, which were primarily the folded masks, and they were very uncomfortable for me in my face. So I started tinkering with different patterns that were free online, some of them recommended by the CDC and um, other organizations. And I, I never have committed to one actual pattern. I keep tinkering with it, adding different types of fabrics, adding layers, trying out different types of elastics around the ears. Sometimes, I don't know about you, but the elastic hurts my ears sometimes. So I've tried other ways to, to keep the mask on my face. But the other side of me is it, it shouldn't just be um, something that we have to wear. It could be an outward expression of who we are. So um, I like to accessorize with my outfits. In, in fact, I actually made this mask last night to like, coordinate with my shirt, which I, you know obviously is not necessary. But if it's going to be something I have on my face, I would like it to at least you know somewhat make sense with what I'm doing. I get to make them for my children too, and my nine-year-old has a matching mask with me, so it's kind of neat to think that my nine-year-old is out in the world somewhere with the same mask as me um, on. I made, I don't even know, probably nearly 300 or more for faculty over the summer, and the reason why I did that is I knew teachers were coming back. Well, I didn't know for sure, but I was under the impression that we would be coming back and I wanted to make sure that they felt supported, they knew people cared about them, and they had something to help make their daily lives safer and have fun with it too. So I made all types of variety of masks, let people choose, um, and it's kind of nice to have like a bunch of masks laying around my office because let me tell you, sometimes things happen to your mask and you need a mask replacement. So I have those handy. Um, my hope is that I won't have to use my mask making skills within the next six months. That, that, that's my eventual hope. But until then, I'll keep making masks as people want them um, and coordinating with my outfits because it, it makes something that would otherwise be not so fun a little bit more fun. I haven't met too many people that love wearing them, but they are saving time in the morning. You only get to put on mascara, and no one knows what color lipstick you're wearing. So it's uh, I actually, good. I actually use lip balm in the morning. <laughs> okay, whatever. Yeah, I do. Yeah, it's whatever. pretty. Makes my mix makes my lips feel really nice. <laughs> uh, preferably uh, Aquaphor currently. Ooh, uh, it's for uh, really dry lips, so <laughs> I gotta make sure. That, I gotta make sure those lips are uh, they don't get cracked. You know what I'm saying? Right. Okay, so uh, Derek, fill us in on Owls football. Oh, you know, we got a game today against Perryville, so hopefully that goes good with Coach Boss coming back and give him a little beat down. Last Friday we played Herculaneum, it was a good game. Uh, we pulled it out in the last half with a nine-yard touchdown by myself. It was pretty cool. <laughs> if you were watching the live stream, if not, you should watch the game tonight. It'd be a good one. A big close game, so excited to see what happens this season. Hopefully we get to play all of our games and no cancellation. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Hopefully, uh, the Owls take on Perryville on Friday, September fourth at seven p.m., which is tonight when we're recording this. The game is currently limited to the families of the players, cheerleaders, dancers, and band. And like all Owls football games, if you want to watch, you can check it out on live stream STL. Should definitely go tune into the game. Yeah, definitely I'll do that. Okay. <laughs> and I believe it's Quentin's turn. Uh, Quentin, you have a game for us to play. Oh yeah, let's play. I do. All right, the game works like this. I'm going to play a five-second clip of a song. And you guys are going to buzz in when you think 
you know the name of the song, and if your answer is correct, you get a point. The person with the most points wins. Austin, you have the buzzer. Madison, you have the bell. And Derek, you have the whistle. Oh, yeah. Cool. Let's do it. All right. Hopefully you pick some good songs. My yeah, mom. you better pick some My songs. mom sent them to me. <laughs> your mom? <laughs> let's hear, let's hear, the, let's hear the, your mom's songs. All right. You guys ready for song number one? Oh, hey, yeah. Uh-huh. All right. You pushing, you pushing, I'm pulling away, pulling away from you. I know the song, but I don't know the name. I don't know the name. Isn't it like bad, oh. bad love? Young blood? Yeah. There we go. I pull out the buzzer. I forgot about the Okay. Okay. Let's, okay. That's yeah. one for me. Yeah. You guys ready for song number two? Yep. Alright, here you go. She told me you'll never be a I I can't feel my face by the weekend. Yeah, he Austin's cheating. Uh huh. He's cheating. Yeah, he's looking over his shoulder. Uh huh. <laughs> All right, you guys ready for number three? Mm -hmm. Let's do it. All right, here it goes. It might seem crazy. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> who, who got it first? Man, happy by Pharrell Williams. That's a win. Yeah. That's right. How many how many more songs we got? We got two more. Two more? Let's right, see. I gotta beat Austin. I gotta get a point. Oh, no, yeah, I, I mean, need a point. <laughs> I gotta get a point. I got Austin, right. you're really pulling away with this one. Yeah. Alright, let's hear this one. Alright, this one's pretty easy. Here you go. I hopped up the planet. Parting USA with Miles Cyrus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're doing great, Derek. Awesome. Good job, guys. Throwback playlist. Uh -huh. Yeah. Well, we got one more song. Can Austin get the five on sweet? All right, sweet? I'm going to get this one. Can Austin get the sweet? All right, here we go. Tastes like strawberries. What? Watermelon Sugar by Harry Styles. Yep. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. That's, that's all the songs. Even though I think you somehow cheated, Austin, congratulations on your win. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, we want to thank everyone for tuning in to our first episode. Shout out to Mr. Naki, Emma Sinwell, Haley Shirk, and Jalen Sutton. And shout out to Quinton for that fun game. Thank you. Coming from the winner. Uh, this week, we're going to leave you with The Plan by Travis Scott. It's actually a promotional song for the upcoming Christopher Nolan film Tenet, which enters theaters that are open on September 3rd. Stay tuned for the next episode where you might hear me and Nico McNabb discussing our thoughts on the movie. If anyone is interested in being on the future episode of the podcast, please contact Austin. Or we're Derek through our school email. Peace out.